Welcome to Catholic Radio for Katie Anna's presentation of Cajun Catholics. Here's your host, Todd Citron. In the name of the Father, Father and of the Son, and of the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the special time that you give us in our lives. We thank you for our families and friends and all the gifts that you have given us. Help us to acknowledge you in all that we say and do and guide us in every day, Lord. In your name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen Father, Son, Son Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. You're listening to Cajun Catholics. I'm your host, Todd Citron. We feature outstanding Catholics from all over Acadiana, and today our guest is Mr. Greg Gotro, NFL referee and retired recently from the Lafayette Recreation Department. Welcome to the show, Greg. Oh, good morning, Todd. Thank you. Glad to be here. Thank you for coming. So, Greg is a fixture in Lafayette. Um, I've been knowing him a very long time, you know, through softball and sports here in town. You've probably seen him on your television a whole lot and, and not noticed. I think he's been calling for 18 years. Is that about Yeah, right? this is my 18th year 18th, in the 18th NFL. Year. And still active in, in that. And so you probably see him in your living room at, uh, every Sunday afternoon. But uh, anyway, welcome to the show and tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, as uh, you said, I'm Greg Gotro, born and raised in uh, Lafayette, Louisiana. I uh, went to uh, St. Genevieve uh, Elementary School and went on to Turlins Catholic, graduated in 1972, uh, did a little bit, well, I, I always loved sports, enjoyed the uh, atmosphere of playing, competition, been married now 42 years, I have three children, they're all grown adults with uh, with children, so I'm a grandpa now, an old, old-timer. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been good. Uh, Faith uh, has been important to me in my life, and, you know, I'd like to share a little bit on why it's important to me and what, what effects it had in my life. I appreciate that. Forward. You know, Greg came to our Rotary Club downtown Lafayette. It's been several years now, but he always, you know, it left an impression on me. He talked about his faith, and uh, he's got a big, heavy, full-time job with the NFL, and that takes a lot of time, but I think he still finds a lot of time to pray and make Mass, and that's something that always impressed me, and I'll let you tell a little bit of that story. Well, you know, I think prayer life is important. It has been important for me. I can relate back when I was in high school. You know, as a high school uh, youngster, teenager, you know, you're always going to have some issues, some things that, uh, you know, it's not like you'd like it. Maybe it was a girl issue or something, somebody you liked or just whatever, you know, uh, that you had. And I just, I don't know, uh, I found out that it was, to me, I had some relief or some 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 good that I would get when I would uh, go into church, you know, not just not just mass. I can remember when I'd go out with my friends, and before I'd go home at night, uh, I didn't live too far from St. Genevieve uh, Church. Well, I, I would go before I'd go home. They used to have a little side door, a little uh, sick room. Now I think it's at St. Genevieve. Well, that used to be open 24 hours, and you could go in there and have some peace and quiet. And long just sitting in the church, and it felt like you could visit, you know, with the Lord. And, and I don't know, and that gave me a lot of peace, and I prayed. I prayed for a lot of different things, you know, and you, just things that happen in your life. And one of the things, the biggest thing that really happened to me, I, I prayed for a woman that would love me. And, it, you know, and I went on for, with a few things, and it's not just wanting something, but it was a life that uh, I prayed for. And I, I got that woman. I met that woman uh, after I graduated from high school. We've been married 42 years. And in those 42 years, she has grown to be my best friend. That's and, beautiful. And every year, we get closer and closer. 
even now that I'm retired, it, it's been a wonderful feeling to be able to share each day with the person that's so special. But she has strong faith, and she has taught me a lot through all the years that uh, you know we've grown together. And I don't know, that was one example of a prayer that uh, sometimes we, yeah, we get aggravated with each other, and sometimes I'll say, ah, well, you know what? I prayed for that, you know. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, uh, and it, which has been a, a positive, a very blessing, you know. And she's uh, given me three wonderful children, who all are, are good Catholics, and you know, raising their children in, in that manner. Uh, but p- prayer—that's one example of prayer. And you know, our young listeners, you know, if you weren't paying attention, he started praying for a spouse at a young age. And someone told me once, you know, you have to pray for a spouse for your children as well. And I, I started doing that. And I'm two for two so far. There you go. You know, and, and it, it prayer works. We talked about that in the truck coming over here, you know, how prayer truly works, you know. But and it's who, not, go ahead. No, I was saying it's not just, you know, like I'd say uh, uh, finger prayer or rope prayer where, you know, you say the, the rosary, just having a chance to, to, to talk to God and just, you know, and say, you know, thank him. I don't care if you're in a car and you hear a nice song. You know, a lot of times I'll just make the sign of the cross and say, thank you, Lord. You know, had a good day at work, you know, or, you know, just things going positive. You know, thank you, Lord. I always don't want to just pray when I, uh, you know, need something or I'm in, in down. You know, I like to pray, too, when, you know, uh, uh after good things, you know, positive stuff, and you know, thank the Lord. Mm-hmm. The year I worked the Super Bowl, you know, you know, when I worked the Super Bowl, I just wanted to uh, go to the Super Bowl and work the game and not be noticed because normally when you get noticed, uh, it's, it's not good. It's negative. <laughs> it's negative. But having the opportunity to get a game deciding call in 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 the Super Bowl and make and it's correct and it's it's, a, it's you know, it was like. God, thank you. You know what an amazing. Yeah, you know, just it was just right. something that, you know, I I didn't dream. I just wanted to, I wanted to get there, okay, and right. and, and then having the opportunity. I just can't say enough how how thankful I was and and just the gift that He'd given me, and not just in that, but in many other things. I have so many other examples. You know, my wife was diagnosed with cancer after uh, we were married. Um, I want to say four years and. You know, it was a misdiagnosis. You know, the, the doctors had, they said she had malignant thyroid cancer. You know, all indications showed that, you know, it was malignant. Two weeks later, they said it wasn't. You know, mm. I mean, it was just like, of course, you know, the power of prayer during that time. You know, I mean, man. You know, and you talk about prayer, an example is my father. Every night before he'd go to bed, he'd get down on his knees and he'd pray. You know, and he'd pray. And the example he 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 you know showed us was, I mean, it was just, you know, it, it must work. Something must work. You know, uh, praying again. Uh, it's funny when I play basketball at Turlins. Whenever we had a home game, I'd go by St. Genevieve Church and go to the afternoon mass. And then, uh, of course, there's a routine. I stop at Burger Chef. Give me a cheeseburger and an orange drink. <laughs> and then I'd go to the gym. Burger Chef, right? Yeah, Burger Chef. That's, now, that's, that's <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to find any of them no, anymore. No. But, but, you know, they're all routines. And But I always tried to give uh, prayer, you know, time into the routine. You know, it's I know to thing. be an NFL referee, it must take a, a tremendous commitment to routine, I would imagine, you know, because it, it is, you, you know, you're graded and you must be, mechanics are important. What is your spiritual mechanics? What, what for you, have you done consistently? Well, I'll be honest with you, uh, 
Every morning, I have a, I have a routine, you know, and it's, it's, it's really, it's spiritual and physical. I'll get up at 4.10. My wife and I both get up at 4.10, and I'll either on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'll run, and I try to run six miles on those days, and Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'll uh, uh, ride, we'll ride bikes together. And then uh, after that, you know, I usually sit in the, in the sauna, part of my routine. This is all physical. And then I'll swim, and then I go to 7.30 Mass at St. Patrick. You know, that's one of the things that, that's, to me, each day is important. I start out physically, you know, and, and spiritually, and then uh, uh, going to morning Mass, you know, uh, going to the table and, and be able to get the Eucharist, you know, and start your day that way. To me, that's so important. You know, I know I'm on vacation, I'm out of town, I, I don't do that unless I find a church, that, you know, that can work in. But uh, have that routine, that schedule spiritually, physically, you know, and, and mentally, it all, it all ties together. You know, and I think that is so important. That's one thing I didn't like about the uh, NFL was that uh, games are on Sunday. And obviously it's hard for us with the schedule to be able to attend Mass each Sunday. You're or not going to get fined for that. <laughs> well, <laughs> and then, uh, uh, you know, that that's tough. And then, uh, or you know, going on a Saturday because of the meetings that we have. So what I figured what I, what I would do is go back, you know, probably 18, 19 years ago, is go to daily mass. I figure five daily masses if I missed the one on Sunday. You you're know, good. You're pretty good. Is, yeah, that, that, that percentage. Yeah, you know. And then also during the off-season, even though I, I am attending Sunday masses, I still in, I still go to weekday masses because, you know, that's the commitment I made to, to the Lord that, hey, I'm in the NFL. I'm not going to forget you on Sundays. But uh, we'll work harder on weekdays, too, and make it part of, my, part of my life. I think that's the part about your talk at Rotary that, I, that stuck with me. You know, here's a guy that, that really doesn't have an opportunity to attend Mass on Sundays but, but catches a weekday Mass often. And, you know, it's just that's, you know, I, I wish I could, I could do that con- consistently. I, during Lent, I'd do a better job, you know, but, um, but going to weekday Mass is special. Yeah. It, it is. Really is. You know, it's funny. you'll see the same people over and over. You know, it's funny talking about masses and not being able to uh, attend. Well, Art McNally was one of the old supervisors with the National Football League and, you know, from Philadelphia, and he was a really a, a stout Catholic. And he, he, you know, being a supervisor and so forth, well, he would make, make mass. And it was funny because, you know, our, uh, each crew is made up from guys all over the country, different religions and so forth. But when Art said he was going to church on a Saturday, if the meeting was uh, uh, was ending short, you know, before mass time, everybody would go to church with Art, even though they weren't nice. Catholic or not. But <laughs> if Art was there, everybody was going to church. I love <laughs> that. That was funny. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, did you find that amongst the NFL referees that there a lot of those guys were spiritual? Uh, yes. In fact, one of the things we do, actually, uh, and uh, I, I like to do it, uh, every Sunday morning we do a devotional. You know, uh, we start out the morning before we, you know, anything else devotional before breakfast. We get together, you know, the nine guys, the seven guys on wow. the field, and uh, the two replay guys, and we'll do a devotional. And it'll vary from crew to crew. Uh, how uh, uh, last year I did the devotionals each each Sunday, you know, and it's not a, a long devotional. It's just a little tidbit of information. How can can we? be a better Christian, how can we be a better person? We're not all Catholics. Uh, you know, I kind of would do like old Father Brendan would say, and my five minutes are up, you know, when he mm-hmm. finished his sermon. You know, but uh, it, 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 it's really nice. It brings faith 
in a religion like that, it can bring guys together. It brings you as a family, even though you're different different types of religion, but you're all there for a common purpose. And I think you know, guys that w- that are in the league together with us are uh, uh, men of strong character. And so I, I've never had any issues with anybody really not even wanting to sit in devotional or, or taking part. But, you know, it takes a little bit for a guy to come up and start talking about his faith or talking about things that affect him. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy thing for uh, a lot of people to do. No, you know, and bringing, bringing faith into the workplace, and that's an important issue. And I think that, you know, it's something for us, and I, I meet with other Ford dealers and whatnot, we talk about it. And, you know, how can that not strengthen your organization, you know, just for uh, to, to meet before work and everybody be on the same page, yeah. you know. And, and I agree with you, the physical uh, part, you know, when I, when I exercise, and that's something I've done more as I've gotten older, it's spiritual yeah. for me, too, you know, for sure. You're listening to Cajun Catholics. Uh, our, our guest today is Lafayette native and NFL referee, Mr. Greg Gotro. Just a blessing to have him on the show and hear about his faith. So you mentioned in your family that your father was probably the, the rock. You know, uh, who else have you met in your, in your travels? I know you've traveled a bunch that, 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 that you look at as, as mentors as for the Catholic Church. Well, there's, there's a, uh, a few priests that uh, I've had a chance to uh, – to visit with and spend some time with Monsignor Mallard mm-hmm. uh, has been a, a close friend too over the years. A lot recently, probably in the last ten years, when he would say mass at St. Patrick, and he he was definitely he's definitely a person that's mm-hmm. been a great mentor. Uh, Father Blessing, uh, when he was at St. Patrick, and most of these guys, these priests were at. Uh, 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 you know, St. Patrick and saying morning masses because obviously I've been going there for over. Uh, 19, 18, 19 years, so I've had a chance to see quite a f- few mm-hmm. priests come through there. But uh, Father Rex Broussard was uh, 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 an important, I th- he made an impression in my life back in when I was in high school. Uh, I was an altar boy. Uh, I spent many years being an altar boy. I, when I was in junior high, I took on the role of training the younger altar boys at, uh, uh, at St. Genevieve. And, you know, so it was he made an impression uh, for Father Broussard. In fact, recently uh, I saw him. He, he, he subbed at a morning mass at St. Patrick's for a few days. And I was going to communion. I didn't recognize him. It's, it's really been a long time since I've seen him. And before he gave me uh, the communion, the, um, he goes, see me after mass. You know, and so I felt like, oh, what did I do? Because <laughs> I, did, I hadn't recognized him, so I'm going back to the pew and I'm saying my prayers. But and then uh, Ed Roy sitting next to me. Uh, I see Ed Roy all the time, and we sit in the morning mass. And so I'm sitting, and I looked at Ed. I said, Ed, the, the priest wants to see me after mass. I said. We didn't do anything, did we? <laughs> you know, but anyway, and it was Father Broussard, and he remembered me from when I was in junior high, and I hadn't seen him probably since then. And I was amazed, you know, but he, but he had made an impression. And, um, uh, you know, at one time when I was in high school, I, I thought about uh, uh, going into the priesthood. I got you know? that impression. You know, it was something that, you know, uh, being around, I guess, my dad, like you said earlier, his, his strong faith and what he endured in his life uh, uh, in in ways that he showed me so much patience in a man that I've never seen get upset. Uh, he had his own business, and somebody one time was upset with him and, you know, uh, uh, cursed him out. And calmly he said afterwards to them, 
you know what, I'm going to say a little prayer for you, oh, you know, so uh, God can bless you and take that anger out of your heart, you know. And it was, uh, I remember that, you know, so clearly, and it was like, wow. You know, maybe that's why uh, I did well in officiating. I never took anything personally. <laughs> right. Where do you think your father got that faith from, you know? Uh, did you have, know your grandparents? No, my, my uh, grandparents uh, died uh, when I was young, so I really didn't get to, 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 to know that. But I, I don't know know them, but he, he, I don't, he just he trusted so much in the Lord. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, to this day he had uh, chains that he would wear, you know, with the cross and has been something that uh, I think that's why I do it. That's why I started back with you him. You remember those things, yeah. you know. For me, my grandfather had a rosary in his pocket at, at, at the dealership all growing up, and whenever he'd pull anything out of his pocket, I would see that rosary in it. And to this day, I have a rosary in my pocket. Yeah, you know? that, that, that's, that's, you know, you learn by example. You know, I'll yeah. be honest, you know, I wear a rosary ring next to my wedding uh, mm. uh, band, and, you know, I've been doing that for a long time because I used to work with the rosary ring in my pocket in a football game. I always did, when I, even when I was working college football. Mm-hmm. I refereed college football for 12 years and always had that in my pants pocket. But sometimes I'd forget after a game and I'd lose those rosary rings. So I started wearing it on my uh, uh, finger, and then now I don't lose it. But the point I'm making is that example, uh, probably, I don't know, it's been a few years, but uh, my son, Daniel, that referees, he now wears a rosary you ring, see too. That? Those you know? traditions, those yeah. good old Cajun Catholic traditions yeah. get passed down. <laughs> yeah, you know, and when he's you, refereeing in the uh, Southeastern Conference. Is that right? Football. Okay, yeah. that's cool. So when you hear the term Cajun Catholics, I mean, to me, you're on this huge platform na- nationally, and I, I, I think that you're the ultimate Cajun Catholic representing us out there. But do they do they look at you like that, or, or are you just another guy to the, your peers out there? Or, I mean, do you look at yourself as a Cajun Catholic? Not, I mean, not necessarily. not necessarily, you know, I just, I look at myself as a, hey, lucky to be here, you know, happy to be here, and, you know, I'll work with, uh, I'll make things work, you know, I yeah. just I just try to make things work. I, uh, I I try to treat people with respect all the time, you know, I, I just, you know, I try to live the Christian life and treat people like I'd like to be treated. Sure. And I think people see that about me. Uh, you know, it was funny, last year I worked with a, a referee who was retiring, uh, I'd been with him many years before, uh, but then he was retiring last year, and he asked the league to uh, if he could have me on his crew his last year. And, you know, I, I'm fortunate enough the league uh, allowed that. They put me on his crew, and, you know, it was great. This guy is an example, Walt Coleman, of a great Christian guy. I mean, he just lives it, and, you know, he's been an inst- uh, a big uh, fact in- influence yeah. in, you know, in my life, too. That uh, you know, he's only a couple of years older than me, but he had he's worked thirty years in in the National Football League, you know. And and I can assure you, he didn't want to be on your team. I mean, you know, just for calling purposes. He no, wanted no, to share his face yeah, with you because that yeah, because we're very similar. Uh, his wife also and my wife get along, you know, great. It was you know we've traveled together. Mm-hmm. Last year we had a game in London and we went to Ireland. The four of us together for the week and you know it just shared you know and it's it's a. a it's a wonderful. I mean, the camaraderie that you develop with a, with some guys, it, it's really, mm-hmm. it's lifelong. really great. Yeah, lifelong. 
So I know one of the things Greg does is he organizes all the high school referees, and he's he's in touch with all these guys out there at, at all times, you know. And I think that, you know, I would think, you know, and I know for me with all of our employees at work, you know, I'm very proud of our area. And, you know, not everybody's into their spirituality, like I'm sure with your guys, the, the group that you deal with. Sure. But, but I'm very proud. When I think of Cajun Catholics even, it's just more like, you know, south louisiana southern hospitality and faith-based that's Correct. what i think of you know and and i'm sure that you see a lot of good people that that you deal with with that as well oh yeah definitely i mean you, you know you run across uh, uh various types of people you know in life especially in officiating or in the parks department but you know you, again you know they all going to have different degrees of faith but if you show them that you're genuinely caring about them and you you know you treat them with respect all the time to me that's how Mm -hmm. it makes the world a better place so i know greg travels a lot even outside of the nfl he's traveling all the time with that but uh, he's been to some great places i know he mentioned he went to prague recently uh what what do you try and catch mass when you you oh oh, definitely Yeah. yeah definitely i've been in spain and have the mass in Spanish, wow. you know, uh, uh, when I was working NFL Europe League. And, yeah, no, definitely we'll go uh, anytime we're out of town. We're definitely going to catch a mass someplace, even if it's a weekday. If we're in New York, mm-hmm. love to go to masses there. But in uh, in Prague, uh, we were uh, trying to uh, find a church my wife wanted to go to. Uh, uh, one of our uh, boys, was they, wanted, they were trying to have a family. And they have an infant Jesus there, and if you pray there for that, for that intention. So one morning I was out running, and uh, she said, look, try to find the church. You know, and so anyway, uh, I did, and then we land up going, and we land up saying a, a, a rosary uh, there. And then, of course, she says uh, novena afterwards, coming back. And, and don't you know it, not long after that, uh, they're expecting a child. How do you like you that? You know, the power of prayer. Yeah, you know, that's the secret of the Cajun Catholics. You know, you, you, I know we, and I'm in it with my wife too. You don't realize there's not. I don't believe that that goes on all over the country. I don't think that you have these pockets of people that pray the novena and and and, and are so committed to their faith like that, like you do in South Louisiana. I just see it over and over, and it's inspiring. You know, and it's not that it's everybody, and it's a, it maybe it is a small percentage, but when you have faith in your marriage and when you have a belief in God and miracles happen, I mean, it happens every Very day. Very true. Every day. It just, and I could go on with a few others, you know, with the power of prayer where, you know, it, it just it turned my life around. It made me want to say, you know, again, thank you, Lord. You know, th- thanks for taking me in this path. You know, uh, I've done some some talks to, 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 to junior high uh, kids and, you know, it's more or less with the NFL and, you know, the choices you make in your life. You know, and I always talk about that. You need to have faith as one of the choices because that's going to guide you. It's going to give you, the, help you make the right choices in life. And that's mm-hmm. all about growing up is, you know, and it's choices, you know. Do you like to read? Uh, you travel a lot. Is that something you do to pass time? Well, I, I do read in the evenings and when I'm on, uh, if I'm on the weekends in the hotel room, even though it's a Saturday night and they have the college football games on. I'm sitting in the hotel room. I'd rather read than watch a college game. Yeah, <laughs> you know, unless it's somebody. You know, maybe if it's a, you know, UL or an LSU, or if my son's working on TV, that's that's a different story. But right. I'll, I'll read. I'm not a reader of the Bible per se. No. You know, I, I just, unfortunately, I just something I haven't really got into. Uh, the daily readings every day is that's my you know 
I guess that's what I my, my take. Right. Yeah. Right. That's beautiful. Yeah. You know, um, I think that uh, it's important to. It helps me go to sleep at night. Yeah. I know reading for me, you know, it's very therapeutic. But, uh, you know, it's something that uh, – and I, every, every once in a while I'll pick up the, uh, these neat neat books that uh, – that, and I'm reading about five at one time and I never finish any of them. Uh-oh. You know how that goes, you know. But uh, that's beautiful. So we just have a few minutes left on the show. Today's guest is Greg Gotro, NFL referee and Lafayette native, recently retired from the recreation department. And so what's the future for you, Greg? What, tell me what's, what's, what's the outlook. You plan on calling for a long, long time? Well, you know, um, I hate to say this, but I'm going to be turning 65 this year in a couple of months. So That's I- young. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can remember when I was very old. Yeah, yeah, when we were younger, that was real old. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so it depends on my health. You know, I'm kind of taking it year by year uh, each year. I've been blessed with good health, good legs, uh, still running. Uh, so uh, it's hard to say, uh, you know, like I said, year by year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like my work with the uh, uh, football officials in the high school area. I enjoy dealing with the coaches. I enjoy the officials. uh you know, it's a challenge. It's, you know, in the uh, competitive uh, uh, arena that uh, usually people get upset and you have to deal with it, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, I enjoy the training. You know, I've, I've been fortunate, and I want to give back to the officials in the area. We work on training every Monday night. You know, so that keeps that's going to keep me busy and keep me young. My wife and I like to travel, too, uh, also. But, uh, You're going to do some more of that. Oh, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in fact, we're planning a couple of trips. So we're looking to go to Rome uh, next uh, next May, uh, late April. Uh, a friend of my, ours, uh, uh, we're looking at traveling together and spending some time in Italy and, in, of course, Nice. Yeah. yeah. Two quick questions. So uh, in, in, in regards to the NFL, um, do you find the players to be more or, or less respectful today than they were like 8, 10, 15 years ago? And secondly, you know, have you ran across some players that you see their faith outwardly that, you, that aren't you impressed by? Oh, yes. Yeah. So one of the things, you know, a lot of times after games, you know, uh, you probably won't see it on TV because this is, you know, it's uh, coverage is over. But the players will get together on a knee, not all both teams, but a lot of them will, and say a prayer after a game. Uh, you know, and, and you talk about, um, uh, you know, the, all the players. It's like anything in life. You have some really good guys out there, you know, and you have some guys that, well, you know, they're not so. But a little rough. Yeah, a little rough. But, but overall, you know, there hasn't been any issues with, you know, with with uh like christians you know and so i mean it's like anything in, like i said anything in life yeah yeah you know i know that um the quarterback for the san diego chargers uh is a big catholic guy yeah you know, had a connection with lsu and whatnot right uh, but i'm sure you know a bunch of good catholics out there oh yeah way. yeah definitely yeah. that's fantastic so just again we have about a minute left on the show and um you know, do you see the youth? Are you, as far as Lafayette is concerned, you know, I see the youth as being really just coming on strong for our community. You know, uh, do you kind of see that, or you think it's not not going as well as it used to be? Well, I, I think, you know, I, I would think it, 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 the, the youth right now. Uh, Sometimes I try want to put that in words. Uh, I think it's positive. I think there's a lot of things going on in their lives. I they think a it's lot of challenges. a lot of challenges. Yeah. It's a lot tougher now growing up than it was, uh, I think, when I was growing up. And, you know, they face a lot of different uh, dif- obstacles. But I think parents can play such an important role by giving them the guidance and by the example they set. You know, and I, I think 
it's kind of changed some. I think, you know, if you look at the youth that played in recreation programs and watching, again, you have great examples of parents and then you have some poor examples yeah. of parents. And But I, I think it's kind of flipped some because you have more uh, uh, youths or children playing in on, on team, uh, uh, not say select teams, but tournament teams, you know, se- special teams that they're not in a, di- they're in a different setting. Mm-hmm. And I think they're getting more input from from families from parents well we're out of time for today i want to thank greg for being here you've been a blessing uh to our community and i wish you nothing but the best and if you thank you todd i enjoyed being here okay we'll see you next time on cajun catholics god bless you